Welcome to Behind the Fiction, the book lovers podcast, where we deliver interviews, insights, and ideas to passionate book lovers who want to stay in the stories they love. I'm Alexa Larberg, and this is episode 33 for November 8th, 2019. And today's guest is Sarah Nofke. We're chatting with Sarah about her new series and the first book in that series, The Uncommon Writer. This series is chock full of girl power, fantasy, and some dragons. You're gonna love it. Sarah is personable and candid. Her fans love her with good reason, and we do too. So listen to this episode, write us a review or a comment, and subscribe to both our podcast and our YouTube channel so that you don't miss a single thing from LMBPN. Now, let's get to the show. Sarah Nofke, welcome back. Thank you the for fiction. having me. Great to have you back again. Um, okay. you, you are, we're not going to show this, but you have um, a t-shirt on, a special t-shirt. Can you describe the t-shirt? Yes, it is a scene from the exceptional Espafont books. Um, and it's the dragon, which I can't tell you his name. It's still top secret until release. Um, and he's got a, a man in his mouth and his legs are hanging out. And there's a quote underneath it because uh, the, the scene idea that Michael and I had come up with is that Sophia, his writer, is looking at him going, spit that out. <laughs> and spit water out. And when Michael and I were trying to come up with the cover ideas for book two, that was what he wanted. And it was the first time I was like, no, Michael. No, absolutely not. But we actually liked the idea so much that we wanted to make it into a t-shirt idea. So I'll post a picture of, um, of, of the t-shirt that I'm wearing, but it just doesn't show here. Sorry, Pete. Yeah, that's, it just gets, becomes awkward if you stand up and start modeling things on a, on no. a podcast. It just kind of, get, it gets kind of weird. Um, so anyway, we're, we're here talking about The Uncommon Rider, which is the first book in the exceptional S. Beaufont series. Um, I happened to look because I saw earlier this week that your book had a, a, an orange tag, which means a, a number one bestseller as a pre-order, which is really unusual. Wow. And so I was looking to see if it was still there today. And I noticed that your last book has the orange tag and your next book has the orange tag. That's pretty cool. Thank you. And you're, you know, this kind of stuff, you know, if it's, you know, common or uncommon for this to happen. So I'm just it's so uncommon. Yes, it, it definitely falls into the uncommon category. I love it. Thank you all so much for supporting the series. I mean, you know, I, I love to, it. And today is the day. Today's release day. We're, we'll be releasing this podcast on Friday morning-ish sometime. Uh, so for those of you who are true fans, you will wait up until midnight on Thursday night to get the book and you will have finished it already. No. Yes. Pro- probably not. And Well, if you have finished it, then you should write Sarah and ask her where the next one is. Please do. Please <laughs> yes. <laughs> but this is, this is a long book. Can you sort of explain why this is a long book? Um, well, we wanted to do, I mean, for one, like you said, you know, there's those fans that stay up all night. Mm-hmm. And we had that with the, um, with the Live Buffon series that I would write the book and I would like take no breaks and I would write the book in, you know, two to three weeks. And then the day of release, I would wake up, I'm on the West Coast and they're like, done where's the next book i'm like come on people i mean thank you actually thank you yes um i was just like i I always felt like i was behind so with this one we decided we were going to do it in two parts so we just changed the arc structure 
And I think that that really works. Um, also, it's still urban fantasy, but it's a dragon. So it kind of has that more epic feel to it. And those books tend to be a little bit on the longer side anyway. So it'll keep you all busy for hopefully 12 hours. Instead. Yeah, may, maybe, two, maybe two days. Maybe, yeah. Maybe two days. Okay, so uh, give us a little story behind the story for uh, the Sophia series. Oh, absolutely. So that came as a spinoff out of the Live Buffon series. I never saw that coming. And Sophia is a, um, she's a royal for the House of 14. She was lined up to be warrior before Liv took over. And she's her little sister. And she's a prodigy. You know, she got her magic at age four. She's just, she's incredible. And, and really magicians don't mature that quickly. And at one point she, in, in, the, so in the Liv series, she gets a dragon's egg. And not only is it the first time that somebody has magnetized to a dragon in a hundred years, because there's no more dragon riders or mm -hmm. so we think. Um, but it's the first time in history that a female has ever. So we have our first new dragon rider, our first female, and it's going to be really interesting to see because she comes into this ancient society of, excuse the term, crusty old men that are just like, I'm setting my ways and I don't, I, you know, I do things my way. And, they have no technology. Here enters Sophia Buffont or S. Buffont. Mm -hmm. And she's got an iPad and bag of Doritos and <laughs> keeps making fun of her dragon. You know, she's breaking every single stereotype um, and she's going to bring them into the 21st century. Is this your first series with dragons? It's my first. It was so nerve wracking. <laughs> 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 All right. Tell me about the cover. And the dragon, the creation of the dragon for the cover, was that something that you were like really involved with? Like, no, the dragon needs to be more vibrant or a bigger head or a longer tail or anything like that? Or how, how did that process go? Yeah, we really wanted, like I said, we wanted to keep it urban fantasy, but I'd seen some of uh, Michael's other covers come through and I just loved them. And I can't remember the name of the one with the, uh, the warrior and the oh, yeah, metal. Oh, yeah, Kira Freya. Yes. Yes. And so Mihaela is, um, is the cover designer for that one. And um, I mentioned, and I was like, I really love that work. And so that's when he lined it up and he's like, yeah, let's go that way, that route. Um, and yeah, with the dragon, we, it's funny because I've cast all these models for, you know, my, my books, but I had to go like cast a dragon, like which one. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, is he starts small, he's in an egg and then he's going to get bigger. So we didn't know like what, what, you know, size and stuff. Um, and some people say he's not big enough. Well, it's all spatial perception. So just, yeah, let's go with that. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> we knew he had to be blue and, you know, um, and then with Sophia, Sophia's thing is, is that especially in the beginning and, and we see this in the live Buffon series, she's told to kind of undershadow her femininity because, you know, don't, don't be a female. Don't be too feminine because then that way they'll, they'll not take you seriously. Well, she's, she's very feminine and she has fashion and she's, you know, um, so we wanted to play that up, not just this warrior and just regular brown, you know, warrior clothes armor, mm -hmm. but something that was, you know, slight, slightly edgy. Uh, so we put those together and I think that it came across pretty fun. Yeah, because there are two covers done now, right? For book one and book two? Yes. We just finished uh, cover two yesterday. Okay. And, uh, I'm excited. I like it even more than the first one. It is very cool. The colors just pop out of it. And uh, Mahala, do you know where Mahala lives? Because I love just, I love saying the word. Um, I like saying her name. Well, Mahala. yes, there's that. 
but it's Mahela. She lives in Transylvania. Oh my gosh. So that makes it, it makes it even cooler, doesn't it? She's just the best. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh, she was, she was great because uh, Michael and I are so busy, you know, preparing for Vegas and I'm trying to write a book and everything. And she's of course busy that we kept forgetting things, ridiculous things like the dragon's too small and he can't like fit a person in his mouth. And so it was like, she'd finish the cover and we'd be like, "Uh, can you uh, make it bigger? (laughs) And yesterday she was like done. And I'm sure she was so relieved not to deal with us. Although she's so positive about it. And all of a sudden, this is a character based on my daughter who is blonder than I am. I had a brunette Sophia on the cover and I was like, oh dear. And, and she'd sent the link, she'd uploaded all the files and I go, she's blonde actually. Poor Mahela had to like redo the cover, but she made it fast. All right, you mentioned Vegas. So there, there might be people who don't understand what you're talking about. There's a big conference in Las Vegas next week. So this yep. show is gonna drop on Friday. You're, are you driving or flying? Um, I'm gonna drive. Okay. So you're probably leaving Sunday? Monday? No, I'm going to leave Monday morning. I'm okay. going to drop off the, the kiddo and then head over. So it's about four to five hours if I time it right with LA traffic. Yep. Uh, and that is 20 books, the 20 books, the 50 K conference in Las Vegas put on by Craig Martell that you've heard us talking about here before. And essentially all of LMBPN is going to be there. So you'll see next week, there aren't going to be a lot of books coming out. No. So but you'll enjoy, have the enjoy the Sophia. You'll be able to read it twice. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Good, good idea, especially if you have KU, do that. Yeah, totally. So let's, let's talk about um, some other exciting things that are going on for you. Uh, let's go back to Live a Font. That's that just a colossally successful series for you. And the first book in German was released earlier this week. I know, that was super exciting because um, I just didn't expect it. Michael's first, what, 18 books have been translated and released, and they've been doing... 12. Well. I, think it's, I think it's 12 so oh, far. Okay. Yeah, they're working on it. And they, they actually stopped. They stopped doing Michael's book so that they could do Live Beaufont, book one. I'm just, I'm so thrilled. Yeah, at one point somebody said the, the Live Beaufont before it was translated was doing well in Germany. And I just couldn't figure out why. I mean, Nofke is a German name. so maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe so. And the translator is someone that you had met in person before. Absolutely. Um, Jürgen Mortar. And he was, um, he's, he's in Germany, of course. And I went to Italy and he took the, the train down and he met me and it was fun. We did the Coliseum together and the forum and he, he's my first reader. He reads, he reads as I write. So he's the perfect person to do the translation because he's been through these books multiple times. Um, and so, yeah, we came up with fun ideas to incorporate in the, the live series and I'm just so grateful it's doing well. And I got an update today from him that I think the live, the first book that's been released is like 500 in a store. Oh, wow. That's really good. For people who don't know, the lower the number in the rankings, that's a good thing. Yes. Yes. And I think it got to around 400 on launch day. And he says it's been going up and down. It's hard for me to see it because you have to go to the Germany, Mm -hmm. Amazon. But what are the odds of finding or having your first reader be a translator and that could translate a book that they and a series that they know that well into another language it's it's sort of miraculous it's serendipity it's like totally meant to be so i'm just just thrilled um and that was like a big bragging point with you know like my parents i'm always trying to like be like hey dad you know because <laughs> i mean they're so supportive but it's, sometimes i'm like they're probably thinking oh she's gonna be a starving <laughs> artist if i have been uh-huh. um but i was like dad look 
books, you know, in German. <laughs> So he was very proud. Yes. And I had the opportunity to meet Jorgen uh, a couple of weeks ago when I was in Frankfurt for the Frankfurt Book Fair. You might notice that I'm wearing this heavy like thing right now. It's because I've been traveling so much. All of my lighter LMBPN shirts are in the laundry. All I have is this heavy thing and it's still like super hot here in Florida. So it's not, it's not cool yet. This is just me sweating it out for the podcast. Oh, very nice. Well, you got to get ready for next week. So laundry yes. day. It's, and it's supposed to be cooler in Las Vegas, way cooler than it is here. Good. And you showed me a coffee cup earlier. Oh, yeah. I, you uh, just spotted that. So I'm drinking coffee, a lot of it, out of my hatchlog. <laughs> and I use this every single day. Um, Hatch is a character from the Ghost Squadron, and that's a Lydia drawing. And um, the readers were awesome because they I posted it, and somebody said, it needs to go on a mug. And uh, I think, you know, like uh, there's a reader named Barbara and she has that as her profile pic is the, the Hatch mug. So people love Hatch. So how have you over the course of the last couple of years formed such a great bond with your readers? Well, that's a really good question. Um, I think that it still hasn't hit me that I have readers, you know? And so whenever they like send me a message or comment on my Facebook or something like that, I'm like, I just, I, I'm really encouraging to it. And I like to connect with them because it keeps me really humble. And then also it gives me great ideas. Um, mm -hmm. You know, they, they know what works. Um, somebody posted in the Facebook to, group today that uh, is an author, like, how do you feel about romance in urban fantasy? And they had such good information. And I think I learned this from Michael early on because he was always pulling his readers. Mm -hmm. He was always like, do you want this or that? And I don't, I don't think I ever thought about that originally. I thought that it would cloud my judgment and it was like a revolutionary idea. Oh, ask them what they want. All of a sudden it works. And they love being engaged. I've had them name characters. I've had them give me story ideas. We've run contests. So it's more fun having them involved than otherwise. And you know, that you're, you're one type of author. Other types of authors are just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe how much time I have to spend on social media. It sounds like you actually enjoy interacting with, with fans and readers and, and you obviously get a lot of value out of it. Absolutely. It is time consuming, but I mean, what's the alternative? Um, I'm going to be on Facebook anyway, so I might as well be, you know, and they've become my friends, you know, like I said, uh, you know, I met Jurgen when I was in Italy. I have uh, one of our readers, is in Holland, Bep, and she's going to be coming to the West Coast to camp in April. And she's like, will you join us for a day? I mean, this is, this is great. Yes, that is, that is really cool. Um, let's talk for a minute about audiobooks, the Live Buffon audiobooks. We did a podcast on that uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, one of the things that we have talked about with people is the idea that these books are gonna be available, the audiobooks are gonna be available wide through a variety of platforms. And some of these things are starting to pop on library sites and things like that. So um, the audiobooks are available to people. If you've got a library card, your library will probably support either Hoopla or Overdrive. And nice. you, can, you can have access to a lot of LMBPN audiobooks, a growing number of them as, as they're slowly being added. We actually have some audiobooks on Spotify now. Oh, which wow. is very cool. So there are lots of different ways of getting these audiobooks. If you like audiobooks, uh, the first two or is it three of the Live Buffon series is out on audio now. I think it's just Yeah, two. actually, I, I want to say the third one came out today. Okay, it comes well, out Wednesday, right? Congratulations on that if it actually did happen today. 
I know. I well, except it's Friday by the time this goes live. So we're we're living in the past through the through the magic of uh, podcasting. Yes, but anyway, yeah. that is um, it's a, it's just exciting the way the content is just exploding and it it's just going everywhere. It's you know it's 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 in Germany. It's on Spotify. It's on Hoopla. It's on Overdrive. It's it's really cool. <laughs> I love it. And that's, that's part of the plan for world domination. How's the plan coming up? At what stage are you now, you and Michael? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, we're in stage 16 of 1600. I don't know. Um, I mean, I didn't expect most of this stuff to happen. Like the Germany translation, that just uh -huh. kind of, and that happened really fast. Um, and then, you know, I didn't expect the Live Buffon series to be 12 books. And when we have 12 books, we have so much more longevity. We have, you know, more commitment. We have more box sets. So it's just, it's been going great. And now I never expected Sophia's series. That was another thing that came from being engaged with the, the readers. They were the ones that it said, we want a Sophia spinoff. So thank you guys. Really? So that's, yeah. okay. The idea came from the readers. All right. So thank you readers. Oh my gosh. The sun is really getting bright behind me. <laughs> it's, it's like blinding. <laughs> He's an angel. I am. I am very an, an, angelic. <laughs> angelic. I can't even say it. It's so absurd. So uh, any other words of wisdom before we uh, part for a while? But you'll surely be back again. Thank you. I hope to be. Um, I don't think I have any words of wisdom regardless. But um, thank you all just so much because, you know, we wouldn't have the Sophia series if the Live series hadn't been supported. And I'm really, I'm looking forward to seeing what people think. I haven't written a Dragon series before. I don't even read dragon books. Oh, I can't believe I just said that out loud. <laughs> so many messages. <laughs> I put this, um, in, and I talked about it in the author notes, but when I started that, everybody, of course, the dragons of Pern is the, the go-to, right? And everybody was like, go and read that right now so you know how dragon writers should be. I didn't do it because I didn't want to borrow. I didn't want to steal. Mm -hmm. So anyways, different take on dragon writers, uh, modern, hopefully, um, fun take. Uh, and let me know what you think, guys. All right. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back again soon. Thank you. Thanks, Sarah.